Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hold up, everyone. Before we start today's podcast, we must acknowledge a recent bit of news and a recent bit of really, really sad and defeating news. As I'm sure most of you know, Sabine Schmitz was battling cancer and recently passed away at the age of 51. She was the ring queen, the Nürburgring queen. She knew that track better than 99% of the people on earth. That was her racetrack. She knew that thing inside and out like the back of her hand. I don't even know if some of you have seen, but there's a video of her naming every single corner on the Norschleife. That is, that's like literally sleeping on the track level, level of knowledge. Just constantly within your every waking and sleeping thought thinking of the track and unfortunately we lost her the past few days so moment of silence for a motoring legend a lot of news publications are talking about her claim to fame being that one top gear episode where after jeremy took a diesel s type jag and ran it ran a 959 on the north life and she said she could beat that time in a van and she chose a four a diesel four transit van and did a 10 minute eight second lap didn't beat jeremy but not for lack of trying, for sure. So again, a moment of silence. We've lost, we lost Murray Walker, and now we lost Sabine Smith's 2020, 2021, I should say. At the very least, March has been a really, really hard month. At the very least, the last two weeks, three weeks, have been a really hard time for the motoring community. So moment of silence for a Nürburgring icon, for a motoring icon. My condolences to, their, to her family for the loss of such a wonderful human being. It's... An unreal driver at the Nürburgring. Rest in peace, Sabine Schmitz. Rest in power, and, and most importantly, rest in horsepower. Not going to be the same without her presence in the motoring world, but I think I speak for everyone when I say we're thankful that she was here at all. We're thankful that her presence was felt at all. On with the show. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Today we are doing another weekly news roundup. I want to thank you all again for the five-year anniversary of the podcast. 15,000 downloads, that was crazy. If you have not seen the, what was it, the seven-hour live stream that I did over on Twitch, where I was building the LEGO Jeep Wrangler Technic set, I think it's still up there. The VOD is still up there. I mean, go to Twitch. Well, twitch.tv, type in Cody's Car Conundrum, then you can go watch it there. If you miss it, don't worry. I will be uploading it to my YouTube channel soon. It's a 19 gig video though, so I'm gonna have to do that on a day where I'm a. I'm gonna have to do that where I'm out. B on a day where I don't need my computer that much. So, it, but it will be up soon. I can promise that much because we're building a Lego Jeep Wrangler, and I mean that's awesome. So anyway, though, with that out of the way, again, thank you all. Five years of the podcast. It's it's weird because it doesn't even feel like five years to me. I just, it doesn't feel like I've been doing it for that long, so that's a crazy milestone that I've reached for me. Let's do the news, though. You've heard of pop-up headlights, but check this 60s Corvette Concepts pop-up taillights. You know of flaps that airplanes have for, I guess, either an air brake or at the ends of wings so that they can rotate? I guess they wouldn't be flaps. Those would be, well, no, flaps. Imagine that, except for taillights. So on this, so it's like a, it's a seat. Two, it's a C2 Corvette with the slenderness sort of of a C3, and at the rear, it has flaps. And so when you brake, the flaps because I watched the video, the flaps open up, 
and they have a little reflection and then it looks like taillights. It's, re it's really, really cool, actually. Think of, like, the 68 Charger where the headlights are behind the grill. So think of it like that, except the body goes over the taillights and then, again, the flaps open up. So the, the taillights are under the body. They're under the actual body. It's crazy looking. Bling Roe IMAX 8 clad in gold accents is thankfully a one-off. This one-off Roe IMAX 8 has been created by Chinese artist Wang Kaifeng. I hope I got that right. Porsche wants to find out which color is its best ever and you can help. Porsche takes on March Madness with a Twitter tournament of its own. Which color will reign supreme? This weirdly modified Toyota Camry claims to be in SC, Sport, and Turbo all at the same time. This Toyota Camry also rocks fender flares and no less than four exhaust pipes. This Toyota Camry effectively had been to AutoZone. That's what happened. And then it also got some parts from Amazon, i.e. I imagine the SE, the Sport, and the Turbo badges. Though, well, actually, because there's, no there's not even a guarantee that those Turbo badges are from the Camry. They might just be AutoZone nondescript Turbo badges. Either way, it's as bad as you think it is. Perhaps even a little bit worse. Infinity QF Inspiration Concept is a single-seater, is a single-seat supercar from the future. The QF Inspiration Concept is a futuristic take on a supercar from Infinity that will probably never happen. These are the 16 longest-lasting vehicles in the U.S. Toyota's account for six vehicles in the top 10, with the Land, Cruise, Land Cruiser nabbing first place. Pickup truck left dangling above Idaho Gorge in terrifying accident. Responders repel repelled and managed to bring the driver, his wife, and their two dogs to safety. The Mercedes-Benz W124 is the prime example of the brand's over-engineering. When it comes to cars that stood the test of time, the Mercedes W124 or 124 could be one of the best. Modern interpretation of the Delta of I was about to say Delta because I, I was going to combine Lancia and Delta by accident, but anyway, of the Delta, reimagines Lancia's glorious past, and trust me, this thing is epic looking. The modern-day Lancia Delta rendered, sorry, rendering is inspired by the Delta S4 Group B rally car. Own a piece of Bronco and Baja history with Parnelli, with Parnelli Jones' Big Ollie. The extensively modified 1969 Bronco won the 1971 and 1972 Baja 1000 races. Mini plants mini forest near its UK plant in Swindon. More than 600 trees will be planted in a space the size of a tennis court and play home to 500 plant and animal species. 2022 Range Rover coming to dominate, do, what did I even say? Dominate the full-size luxury SUV class in both regular and fev variants. Check out the normal and long wheelbase versions of the next-gen Range Rover testing. Honda ends 17-year run in British touring cars as it withdraws manufacturer support. The partnership saw 17 manufacturer and team titles and six drivers' championships. One owner, 1992 Lexus SC400, has a lot going for it. This Lexus SC400 is powered by a 4-liter V8 with 250 horsepower, and its odometer shows just 16,829 miles. Hoo-wee! Porsche has explored possibility of public, o public offering? What does that mean? An executive says. Porsche could be worth more than $80 billion as a, publicly, as a publicly traded company, says company's finance chief. Oh, okay. That would be interesting. Perhaps not as interesting as what happened to GameStop, but interesting nonetheless. 2022 Lexus IS500 F-Sport Performance Launch Edition is a 472 horsepower mouthful. Production will be limited to 500 units and each features unique touches inside and out. 
Porsche says 911 will be its last car to get an electric drivetrain if it ever gets one at all. The concept of the 911 doesn't allow a fully electric car because we have the engine in the rear, says Porsche CEO Oliver Bloom. Jeep's seven-seat compass could be a grand family hauler. Jeep's go-big-or-go-home philosophy continues. Geely launching new premium EV brand to take on Tesla. The new brand will reportedly be called Zecker, and it's been designed and it's being designed to take on established luxury automakers. Drunk driver crashes into a Ukrainian MiG-29 fighter jet. How did you? Okay, the bigger question there is where were you to find a MiG-29 fighter jet and then promptly crash into it? Where were you, and how did you find one? If crashing into a fighter jet while drunk wasn't bad enough, the collision sparked a fire. Oh no! Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves, of all people, go on an excellent Porsche adventure. Join the Bill and Ted pairing as they push the Taycan to its limits. 1016 Industries makes the McLaren 720S even crazier with 3D printed body kit. The McLaren 720S body kit from 1016 Industries includes carbon fiber wheel covers. Chinese Army bans Tesla cars from entering its facilities on safety concerns. The decision reportedly came after the Chinese government performed a security review on Tesla models. The Ariel Atom 4 is a hardcore car made slightly softer. Ariel may have gotten the balancing act between streetable and trackable performance just right with the Atom 4. Will 450 horsepower be enough to get you excited about a new Chevrolet, uh, not Trailblazer, but a new Chevrolet Blazer? Initially designed for the Chevrolet Colorado, Lingenfelter received such interest in adding the supercharger to the Blazer that they finally did it. Not gonna lie, that's kinda sick, that's kinda cool. 450 horsepower and a Chevy Blazer. That's a Chevy Blazer SS. Regardless of the fact that it's not a proper Blazer, that's awesome. Let's go. Okay, Lingenfelter, I see you. I see you. 2022 Honda Civic caught undisguised out in the open ahead of its debut this spring. A new Civic is coming and it will be a palate cleanser. Rivian building 3,500 sustainably powered fast chargers across US and Canada by 2023. The fast chargers will be powered by 100% renewable energy and Rivian plans to have slower level 2 chargers at all 42 Colorado state parks. Lexus teases a special IS500F Sport performance. The Special Edition IS500 should have a 5-liter V8 with 472 horsepower. VW's new Transporter T6.1 Sportline looks sporty with his GTI-like makeover, but really isn't. The flagship VW T6.1 Sportline Black Edition will be offered with coilovers, and that's about it. That's not really true because it has changes made to the exterior, though how much they matter I'm not entirely sure. 2021 Genesis GV80 gets top safety pick plus from the IIHS. The 2021 Genesis GV80 aced all of six of the IIHS crashworthiness tests. Fiat wants to reward green drivers with crypto coins. Oh God, God dang it. Don't do that. Fiat 500 drivers in Europe will be awarded with Kiri coin. <laughs> okay, I'm an anime weeb, so I hear Kiri coin. I immediately think Kirito from the Sword Art Online series. Kiri coin? <laughs> that just sounds like a Kirito currency. God forbid that the Sword Art Online Reddit page has some kind of Kiri coin for buying stuff. God forbid. In any case, though, they will be awarded Kiri coin if they drive green enough.
Mysterious, we got to show on Prototype Spide in motion. What are they planning now? The face looks similar to the Chevron Super Sport 300 Plus, but the rear is different. Chevrolet starts testing C8 Corvette in Germany. Is it a Z06 though? The 2021 Chevrolet Corvette Stingray will land in European showrooms in the coming months. Porsche 718 Cayman GT4 gets a track suit for Manthe Racing. Just look at this tuned 718 Cayman GT4 and say you don't want one. Come on, don't even lie. Don't even lie. You know you want one. The Cayman GT4 is one of the best track, track specials offered by Porsche this side of a GT3 or GT3 RS. You know, you know you want a Manthe Racing Cayman GT4. 718 Cayman GT4. Well, it would be even better, though, if we got that Cayman GT4 RS. That's what I'm really looking forward to, assuming they're still doing it. Chip Shorted Saga, Ford F-150, and Edge to be built without certain electronic modules. Ford will hold onto freshly built F-150 and Edge models until they can be completed. Renault looking to double sales of electrified vehicles in 2021. Renault wants to sell more than 350,000 electrified vehicles this year, with as many as 150,000 of them being fully electric. 2021 MG Marvel R electric SUV doesn't look like something Captain America would drive. The Marvel R has a tri-motor setup for a total output of 284 horsepower and a 0 to 60 mile, well, 62 mile per hour sprint of 4.9 seconds. Lamborghini to release two new V12 based models this year. Lamborghini hasn't specified what form this new V12, this new V12 powered models will take though. Nissan to idle production at North American plants due to chip supply issues. Nissan will idle plants that build the Maxima, Rogue, Leaf, Murano, Ultima, and others. That is going to be it for this segment, though. I will see you all after the break. While we take this short and elevator musicless break, sorry, I would like to inform you all that there is more CCC content for you to enjoy. For articles, videos, polls, quizzes, posts about the podcast, and even a little bit more, please head on over to my all-new Cody's Car Conundrum website. With a whole new design and all my content in one place, the new Cody's Car Conundrum website is the home of everything I do with CCC. Just go to codyscarconundrum.com to devour even more car-based content. Alrighty, everyone, we are back. Let's start off with that Ukrainian MiG-29 fiasco. Drunk drivers cause plenty of accidents, but they usually don't crash into a MiG-29, however. With that said, that's reportedly what happened in the, in the Ukraine earlier this month. According to Oboe... I can't even figure out how to say that. <laughs> According to an Oboe, <laughs> the incident occurred in Vezelkov, I hope I got that right, when an engineer was driving a Volkswagen Touran while intoxicated. Details are hazy, but the engineer reportedly drove onto part of an airfield. How?! and rear-ended a MiG-29 that was being towed. Following the collision, the twin-engine jet fighter reportedly caught on fire. This seems to be backed up by the photos, which show a scorched tail as well as damage, damaged thrust nozzles. The Torrent was also damaged as the hood and windshield were smashed, while the grill was obliterated. Thankfully, no one was seriously injured as the driver reportedly only received minor bruises. The driver is now facing charges and will probably have a heck of a time trying to explain why he was drunk and crashed into a MiG-29. While there's no word on how much damage the aircraft received, new MiG-29s reportedly cost somewhere between 11 to 20 million dollars, or 7.9 to 11.4 million pounds, or 9.2 to 16.8 million euros. If that wasn't bad enough though, popular mechanics noted that the Ukrainian Air Force only has 24 MiG-29s, so the incident took out 4% of their fleet. However, it's even worse when you consider only 16 of them are frontline fighters like the one involved in the crash. 
My, my mans might be going to jail. At the very least, he's gonna have a hefty fine. Not even... <laughs> not even a hefty trash bag will be able to save him from the enormity of the fine he is about to receive. Oh, God. Let's talk about the 16 longest lasting vehicles in the U.S. now, though. A new study has revealed the proportion of vehicles that are likely to clock up more than 200,000 miles or 320,000 kilometers. The study from IC Cars analyzed over 11.8 million pre-owned cars sold in 2020 and demonstrates which have, which have the best longevity and reliability. The list is dominated by big SUVs and, unsurprisingly, it was the Toyota Land Cruiser that took out the top spot. According to the study, 16.3% of Land Cruiser models on the road are likely, are likely to reach over 200,000 miles. In second place was actually another Toyota, the Sequoia, with 11.2%. The iconic and indestructible Toyota Land Cruiser is engineered to last at least 25 years, even under the harshest of driving conditions, as it is relied upon in many developing uh, countries where off-road off -road driving is the norm. IC Cars exclusive analyst Car Brewer, I think I got that right, said... And like the Land Cruiser, the truck-based Toyota Sequoia has a durability of a, pickup of a pickup chassis with three full rows of seating for up to eight passengers, making it a capable family hauler that is able to endure high mileage and tow heavy loads. In third place was the Chevrolet Suburban, 5.1%, followed by the Ford Expedition at 4.9%, Toyota 4Runner, 4.1%, Toyota Avalon, 3.9%, Chevrolet Tahoe, 3.9%, Toyota Highlander Hybrid, a hybrid has made it, 3.8%, Toyota Tundra, 3.7%, and the GMC Yukon XL at 3.6%. Other vehicles included in the list were the Honda Ridgeline, GMC Yukon, Honda Odyssey, Toyota Tacoma, Lincoln Navigator, and the Toyota Prius. IC Cars also broke down its results by determining the longest-lasting trucks, the longest-lasting car brands, and the longest-lasting cars by city. Let's see, so the longest-lasting pickup trucks, we have the, in the number one spot is the Toyota Tundra, with three percent set of them. 3.7% of them being over 200,000 miles. The Honda Ridgeline at 3.4%. The Toyota Tacoma at 2.8%. The, the Nissan Titan actually at 2.3%. The Chevrolet Silverado 1500 at 2.1%. The Ford F-150 at 2%. And then average of all pickups, you have the GMC Sierra 1500 at 1.8%. The Ram Pickup 1500 at 1.2%. The Nissan Frontier in 9th at 1.1%. The Ram 1500 was 8th. The GMC Colorado, no, the Chevrolet Colorado at 0.8%, and the GMC Canyon in the 11th spot at 0.7%. Then you have the longest lasting car brands to reach 200,000 miles. Unsurprisingly, Toyota takes the first spot at 2%, then Honda in second at 1.6%, Chevrolet at 1.5%, Cadillac at 1.5%, GMC at 1.4%, Ford at 1.4%, and Ram at 1.1%. Finally, we have the Porsche March Madness color thing. Porsche has organized a tournament, though it's not about track laps or racing, but finding out which among a list of 64 historic and modern colors is best. Inspired by March Madness, Porsche has divided its paint colors into modern, classic, metallic, and non-metallic categories. Each bracket contains 16 colors, and they all go head-to-head -head until a winner is selected. Then, once the best color in a given field is selected, the four best will duke it out for paint color superiority. So far, after a week of competition, we've lost 34 beautiful colors to the competition. There are some shockers in the results, but so far the good news is that vivid colors are actually winning. With the exception of the metallic bracket, colors like blue, green, and orange have been thoroughly trouncing shades like white, black, and gray. 
For instance, Chalk suffered a severe defeat to Neptune Blue, losing a 59 to 41 percent. White, meanwhile, stood no chance against Lava Orange, losing 64 to 36 percent. There were some closely fought battles, though. Dolomite Silver Metallic put up a valiant fight against Python Green, but was just pipped by 50.3% to 49.7%. Voting on the second week of the competition starts on Monday, March 22nd, and there will be some serious battles. Gulf Orange will have to go up against Polo Red in the non-metallic bracket, while Mexico Blue will face down or no Oak Green Metallic in the classic segment. Racing Yellow will face down Mamba Green Metallic on the modern side, and Sapphire, Sapphire Blue Metallic will go up against Graphite Blue Metallic in the metallic category. You can see the full list of fighters in the tweet embedded below, and we will know that, to non-petrol heads, few things could matter less than a tournament of Porsche colors. For us, though, it's a welcome distraction. Alrighty, everyone, with the diving into articles portion done, although we're not done with the segment, let's get back to reading some headlines. The Vector M12 is an American supercar with a Lamborghini Diablo V12. The M12 was made when both Vector and Lamborghini were owned by Megatech. Lamborghini was owned by, and Vector was, were both owned by a company called Megatech. That explains a lot. <laughs> Volkswagen to trial pay-as-you-go infotainment and safety services. Please, God, not the safety. Over-the-air updates could allow Volkswagen to offer services like navigation and adaptive cruise control. Adaptive cruise control as drivers need them. Oh, God. That just, that's just going to incentivize people to only use the navigation on their phones, which they probably already do anyway. 259 horsepower Mercedes-AMG GTR Pro is unbelievably fast at the track. This tuned Mercedes-AMG GTR Pro beat the McLaren 720S at the Hockenheim GP. UK cuts EV grant and adds a $35,000 pound price gap. The Ford Mustang Mach-E and Tesla Model 3 are no longer, sorry, the Ford Mach-E and Tesla Model 3 are no longer, no longer eligible for a grant. Jeep Wrangler engine annihilated after being towed in 4 low, revving to over 50,000 RPM. The Wrangler was being towed flat behind the owner's RV in first gear and four low. Uh, yeah, uh, that's mm, big unfortunate. Very unfortunate. That's, uh, that's, that's a bit stupid. That's, hmm, that is perhaps the, the, the biggest low brain moment or what would it, what would it be? Small brain moment. The, the antithesis to big brain. That's the biggest small brain moment I've seen in a while. Oh no. Because it even says in the owner's manual, hey, if you're going to tow it behind something on the ground, put it in neutral, not four low and all that stuff. It tells you in the owner's manual. Even if you didn't want to go through the owner's manual, you could just look it up online. Why? Perhaps you could have even before doing the towing, ask on Quora. Come on. Uh, defect in 2020 to 2021 Nissan Altima could result... In loss of steering control. Almost 2,500 Nissan Altimas from the 2020 to 2021 model years are being recalled. Audi confirms Q6 e-tron SUV will debut in 2022 and share underpinnings with the electric Macan. The electric SUV will be built in Ingos, Ingos, Ingolstadt, probably got it wrong, and use the new PPE platform. Next generation Mini EV spied in early prototype form ahead of a 2023 launch. A new battery electric vehicle that's expected to form the basis of an electrified version of all of the all-new Cooper. Aston Martin appears to tease a hardcore Vantage will debut next week. The model appears to be inspired by the Vantage F1 safety car. Honda discontinues sales of the 2020 NSX in Japan. US 2021 model year unaffected. 
Although currently not available in Japan, the NSX is still offered in the US through Acura. Let's get on to that recall though. A batch of 2020 to 2021 Nissan Altima sedans are being recalled in the United States due to a serious steering problem. The campaign concerns 2,407 units with an estimated 1% defect rate which were assembled at Canton between June 8, 2020 and January 25th, 2021. Some of these cars may not have been incorrectly no, may have been incorrectly manufactured with the tie rod ball joint fastener not properly secured. Owners could experience steering vibration due to the loss of the part and if and if it sorry, no no no. Owners could experience steering vibration due to the loose part. And if it separates from the steering knuckle, it could lead to partial steering loss. Inevit inevitably, this increases the risk of a crash. Nissan became aware of the issue at the end of the at the end of last year in the form of a dealer report that involved the loss of steering in an Ultima while driving. It was revealed that the tie rod ball joint fastener became loose and separated from the steering knuckle. Upon further investigation, they isolated the production batch and proceeded to announce the recall a couple of months later. Owners of the affected cars will be notified to take them to their dealer, whose technicians will retighten the left and right hand tie, tie rod ball joint fasteners to correct specification. If it is missing, then they will install a new one. The repair will be performed free of charge. Dealers were notified at the beginning of the month and owners should hear from Nissan on March 31st, as that's when the recall is expected to begin. Until then, they can contact the automaker at 1-800-867-7769 using the recall number PC795 or the NHTSA Vehicle Safety Hotline at 1-888-327-4236. Once again, you can contact the automaker Nissan at 1-800-867-7769 using the recall number PC795. Or you could go to the NHTSA at 1-888-327-4236. The market for hot hatches has collapsed, says Peugeot product director. Don't expect Peugeot to offer a high-performance version of the new 308 anytime soon. Ah, come on. Don't do this to us, Peugeot. You were the kings. The kings of the hot hatch segment. Don't do this. Genesis Recall advises some G80 and G70 owners to park their cars outdoors and away from structures. A short in the ABS module could cause smoke and fire to come from the engine bay. Owners are being cautioned to park their cars outdoors. 2021 Hyundai Kona Electric and Ionic Electric get 250 kilowatt of free kilowatt hours of free charging. The free charging of the Hyundai Kona Electric and Ionic Electric is the equivalent of a thousand miles of driving. BMW won't stop developing new internal combustion engines, says CEO Oliver Zippies. I hope I got that right says that demand for internal combustion engines will stay strong for far too long to give, them up, to give up on them now. Jeep Boss expects to see crazy crap in the aftermarket world for the 2022 Wagoneer. Mopar will also join the aftermarket party for the Wagoneer with its own accessories. Paganiwara R debuts with naturally aspirated V12 producing 838 horsepower. Production will be limited to just 30 units and pricing starts at 3.1 million. We will get more into that car on a separate episode later. Ferrari continues to test mysterious hypercar at Fiorano. The new Ferrari hypercar will probably have a V12 supplemented by an electric motor. More likely than not. 2022 Genesis GV70 configurator reveals nearly everything about the upcoming crossover. The GV70 is to be launched in the US this summer. New spy shots of electric Mercedes EQE rival Sorry, reveal more of its fluid styling. A separate, albeit 
its small trunk suggests that the EQE will have more of a traditional sedan shape than the larger EQS. 2021 Alpina B8 Grand Coupe to be revealed next week as your faster and better M850i. Alpina's, Alpina's B8 Grand Coupe could be followed by the B8 Coupe and the B8 Cabrio. That is going to be it for this segment, though. I will see you all after the break. Alrighty, everyone, we are back for the final segment. Persia wants Europeans to take a road trip with the new 3008 and 5008. Oh, wait, they're editions? Okay. The 2021 3008 and 5008 road trip editions sport a lot of equipment as standard. Sebastian Oyager's 2019 Citroen C3 WRC car is up for grabs. I wish I had the money. I wish I had the money. Bought to own a world champion's XWRC race car? Well, now's your chance. Indian Market 2021 Skoda Kushak says Namaste will launch in June. The Skoda Kushak small crossover for India is finally here with two petrol engines. 2021 Skoda Enyaq IV Sportline heads to the UK as the sportiest model in the EV's range. Skoda UK has priced the new Enyaq IV Sportline from £39,900, including the government grant. Lordstown Motors probed by SEC after, after a very telling short seller report. Serious allegations against Lordstown have resulted in an inquiry into the EV or inquiry into the EV startup. Volkswagen Vol, Volkswagen shares soar on the back of ambitious EV targets. Prices of Volkswagen's common shares have increased by almost 70% this year. The 2021 Hyundai Staria is a people mover unlike any other. The 2021 Hyundai Staria adopts an inside-out design philosophy. 2021 Peugeot 308 unveiled with new looks, advanced tech, and two plug-in hybrids. Underpinning the 2021 Peugeot 308 is the automaker's latest EMP2 platform. Most future VW Group EVs will be based on a new single platform. VW's upcoming scalable systems platform will replace the MEB and PPE architectures. Lucid Air will feature 3D sound with dope with Dolby Atmos' surreal sound system. Lucid says that the highly localized nature of this system allows it to be used with driver aids. Dino test finds out stock 2021 BMW M4 could make 547 horsepower, or 74 more than advertised. If this figure is accurate, it would mean that BMW has grossly understated the M4's output. That puts it in Ford Mustang GT350R territory. Without question. Tesla Model Y hits Michigan State Police car while reportedly on autopilot. No one was injured, but the crash puts the focus back on autopilot. Hyundai enhancing 2022 Tucson with new N-Line and plug-in hybrid models. The Tucson N-Line is all about looks and gear, while the FEV is about performance. BMW to turn Mini into their first all-electric electric car brand, sorry, into their first all-electric car brand by the early 2030s. Mini expects EVs to account for at least 50% of its total sales by 2027. 2022 BMW iX, iX X Drive 50, what a mouthful, coming to the US next year and is priced in the mid 80s. 80s! The new BMW iX will arrive stateside in early 2022 in the more powerful 500 horsepower variant. Mitsubishi is auctioning off their UK heritage fleet, 14 models up for grabs. Besides Evos and a 3000 GT, fans can buy first Mitsubishi registered in the UK. In the, yeah, in the UK. 2021 Acura TLX Type S coming in May will start in the low 50,000s. The Type S is back and it's packing a turbocharged V6. This 2014 Lotus Evora was the oldest new car sold in America last month. Unlike other Lotus dealers, this one opposed heavy, 
This one opposed heavy discounts, so the divorce stayed there for seven years. <laughs> Good God! How unpopular or how unwanted does a car have to be to not go for that long? Good God. And it sucks because the Evora sands a lot of, I would think, if I remember correctly, reliability and or tech problems. It is a good car. That is unfortunate for that Evora. I'm so sad I couldn't find a home for that long. EV startup Kingsem, I probably got that wrong, enlists Callum to design UK-built electric hypercar. New Hungarian luxury brand will make just 54 of the Callum-designed Hyper GTs. New Ford Equator SUV is ready to take on Jeep's Grand Commander in China. The Ford, Equ the Ford Equator will be sold locally with a 2-liter EcoBoost with 221 horsepower. Jensen Button joins the coach-building business as Radford co-owner. Jensen Button, Ant Anstead, and Mark Stubbs are reviving the Radford British coach-builder. I hope they... I really, really hope... They make the, it was, when Peter, when Pete Brock made the Shelby Daytona Coupe, AC had ended up making their own Daytona Coupe of their own. I really, really hope, I doubt it, but I really hope, they make, wait, no, well, that that's not really coach building then. I mean, I do, could they take an AC Ace and then give it that bodywork? I really hope so. Moving on though. Web C Coupe is a new electric sports car that looks like a classic Porsche and costs 81,250 pounds. Inspired by the Porsche 356A, the WebC Coupe has a 161 horsepower electric motor. Sacrilege! Mad. You're bad. Out of UK celebrates the RS2 event with five Nogaro Blue limited RS editions. Out of UK introduces five Nogaro edition models, each of which will be limited to just 25 examples. 2021 Dodge Charger gets a pot of gold in time, in time for St. Patrick's Day. The Gold Rush paint finish has become available for select... 2021 Dodge Charger models. All of Aston Martin's road cars will be electrified by 2025. Lame! Wasn't Aston Martin the brand that said they will they will they will definitely be the last automaker to produce manual transmission cars? How are you gonna do that if all of your road cars are gonna be electrified in four years? Clearly, that was a bunch of lip service. Aston Martin wants EVs to account for 50% of its sales by 2030. Bugatti Chiron Persport salutes America at Willow Springs. The Bugatti Chiron Persport has officially touched down in the U.S. Ford opts for Mexico over Ohio for production of two new EVs. The new Ford and Lincoln-branded electric crossovers were to be built at the Ohio assembly plant. VW wants to be the EV market leader in 2025. Volkswagen intends on selling 1 million electric vehicles this year. Let's talk about a Genesis recall, though. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, is issuing a recall of more than 95,000 Genesis sedans. The decision stems from a problem with certain ABS modules. The vehicles that have felt the brunt of this action are 94,646 Hyundai Genesis and Genesis G80 models produced between 2015 and 2020. The NHTSA has also extended the recall to 552 Genesis G70 models built between 2019 and 2021. The cars at risk are those provided with an ABS module produced by Mando. Those can short, causing a significant overcurrent in the ABS modules, resulting in a significant smoke or fire emanating from the engine bay. The NHTSA first launched its investigation in December 2020, responding to allegations of fires in certain cars' engine bays. Fortunately, there are no confirmed crashes, injuries, or fires in America as a result of this fault, but the administration is aware of three confirmed fires outside of the United States. The cars are safe to drive, says Hyundai Motor Corporation, which owns Genesis, 
but it does advise parking them outdoors and away from structures and anything flammable. A remedy is expected on April 18th and owners will be notified of the recall and invited into the dealership where a free repair will be administered. The solution, according to Hyundai, will be to simply replace the ABS module. Long way away, that fix. Oof. Honda to halt North American production due to supply issues. Honda's factories in the US and Canada are impacted, but not those in Mexico. BMW's Model 3, sorry, i4, facelifted Kia Stinger and Toyota's Baby. Oh, this is just Car Scoop's morning brief. Next generation Ford Transit custom to be built in Turkey. The next gen one ton commercial vehicle from VW will also be built at the same plant. Charges have been dropped against men who went on a, a New York City rampage in Jambala Mirage GT. The New York court said the case against Benjamin Chen cannot be proven beyond reasonable doubt. New Toyota Igo X Prologue concept previews small rugged crossover for 2022. The new gen Igo will share the GAB platform with the latest Yaris models. New BMW i4 electric sedan coming for Tesla Model 3 without the 523 horsepower and 300 models of sorry not models 300 miles of range. The new fully electric BMW i4 sports sedan has arrived in production form. This is the car that Alpine will race at the at the Le Mans 24 hours. The Alpine A480 is essentially the same car as the Rebellion R13 LMP1 car. New Nissan Sushi, or for those who don't know what I call the what. I mocking what I mockingly call the sushi is actually the Nissan Qashqai. Anyway, the new Nissan Qashqai Premier Edition <coughs> Sushi Premier Edition heads to the UK for under thirty thousand pounds. Nissan will kick off local deliveries of the twenty twenty one Sushi this summer. That is going to be it for this segment, though, and indeed this podcast. I do hope you all enjoyed. If you did, please make sure to like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, and please like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, please hit the little notification bell and all notifications. That way you're notified. I really, really appreciate it if you if you do end up subscribing. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't have want the Podbean mobile app, well, hey, I have a solution for you. Boot up wherever you get your podcast. Stop in Cody's car, Cody's car conundrum, and then choose the episode you want to listen to. Make sure to do that before setting off, of course. I do hope you all enjoyed. I will see you all soon. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.